everyone. Hello. Welcome to Banterly, a podcast about media and pop culture through the eyes of Gen Z. That's us. That's us. Aditi. Me and you. And Aiden. Aiden. I am Aiden. It's like a college seminar with your friends. Just a, a bit of intellectual riffing before we dive into the gossip and, you know, have some good banter. Have some good banter. And I'm sure, like, you've all done the readings already. Yeah. This is the class that you always do the readings for. Because exactly. it's just, it's the fun stuff. It's the pop culture. Yeah. Each episode, we're going to start off with a fun little question of the day. Didn't know. Our question of today is, what celebrity are you overly obsessed with? Do you want to start? Because my answer will take all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my answer for this uh, is John Mulaney. I don't know if people have kind of gathered this from the way I speak. <laughs> Already, uh, I get told a lot that I have a cadence that's similar to John Mulaney. I don't know which one came first. John Mulaney came first <laughs> is, is the answer to that. Yes. Um, I have been deeply obsessed with him for a long time. He is the source of inspiration for a lot of my comedy style. Uh, I think his storytelling technique is deeply When people unique. order fries, they act like it's a little adventure. They'll be like, should we get a plate of fries for the table? Should we do it? Should we, should we share some fries? They gotta make sure that- His writing on SNL was always fantastic. He's always my favorite host. So I've been following his stand-up for a long time, and I grew attached to his personal life uh, as well, mm-hmm. as many of us do. We Isn't develop- he married to Olivia Munn? Or- okay, so this is what we're about to get into, right? Because people... Look, anytime John Mulaney news breaks, Olivia Munn and John Mulaney have become the latest odd celebrity couple to perplex the public. And if their pairing wasn't already, I get a stream of text messages from my friends like, "Are you okay?" (laughs) And I'm like, "I'm not even. I'm not. He doesn't know who I am." The biggest example of this was in 2020. It was during the pandemic, so I was stuck at home, Um, and it was when he went into rehab, and I just remember I got like 10 texts in the span of a few minutes. Hey, did you hear? Mm. And I literally, like, I think I was actively in class. I had to stop. Like, I turned off my camera and just sat in bed. It was just something so emotional. Like, I developed a connection to him that, I don't know, I just, I I care for him. It (laughs) transcends just a a normal celebrity crush. Yeah. It's it's more than just... Yeah. A liking. It's like a deep connection. It's a deep connection. Mm. And um, yeah, so he got out of rehab um, and got a divorce, which a lot of people were upset about. I Look, this is a controversial topic uh, because people were like, oh, but he cheated on um, Anna Marie Tendler with Olivia Munn. I don't believe that. We don't really know the timeline. Uh, did he have a kid after doing extensive bits in his stand-up about not having kids? Yeah. Um, anyway, he's a complicated person. I've seen him perform multiple times, and I love him a lot. Amazing. Have you ever met him? 
Oh, I wish I, if I, I don't know what I would do if I, they always say, I, don't meet your icons though. Yeah. Well, I it met, ruins it. so I actually met Bo Burnham at John Mulaney's show oh. and I had a great conversation with him, told him he was a big inspiration to me. Uh, and that, that was a beautiful, beautiful moment. We did bits together at a place called chicken and things. We made jokes about chicken and things. Uh, and I, he probably doesn't remember this Bo Burnham. If you remember, this is the best <laughs> moment of my life was that day. What about you? What's yours? Uh, if you know me, you know that I love Diana Agron. Do you know who Diana Agron is? Most people may not, but to me, she's a household name, even though literally she's not. Obviously, she's a lot less famous than John Mulaney, but if you don't know her, you've probably seen her on that hit Fox TV show, Glee. That Glee! Aired. We love Glee. All I want is just one day a year where I'm not visually assaulted by uglies and fatties. Tell that win girl not to that. It was a wonderful show. It's my favorite show. And Diana played the head cheerleader Quinn Fabray, the mean girl, turned sort of nice girl, turned girl in a wheelchair for a little bit, turned Yale. Yale student. So she is really uh, the character arc is amazing. But I love Diana as a person. I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to seem like a creepy person. I've watched all, probably every single one of her movies. She's been doing a lot of independent films since yeah. Glee Wrapped. Um, but I've met her three times. You've I've, met her? Yes. Wait, that's how? I, Where? She had a residency at the Cafe Carlisle on the Upper East Side. And for my high school graduation present, my mom and I went. And my mom told the hotel because we stayed at the Carlisle why we were there and then during the middle of her show she like pointed out to the audience and we and then we talked she pointed out to the audience that i was there it was my present blah 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 like congratulations and then we talked for a little bit after yeah every time i've seen her she remembers me every i haven't seen whoa (laughs) this is insane i love her um but i definitely this is a real connection i'm talking about a parasocial (laughs) relationship you have a real relationship i like used to do on my finsta like diana agron updates where i would just in high school i just random things about her personal life her life i love that um, Demois, but it's only Diane Agron. It's Agram. only Diane Agron. But Diane Agron's on Demois a lot because she's oh, like a, a New York City mainstay. She's yeah, in the social she's around. scene. She's in the fashion scene, but she's doing great things. If you haven't seen any of her work recently, stream Shiva Baby. I love Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby's One of my amazing. favorite movies. Danielle! Don't Danielle! Please, Sonia! More is here, and our daughter Stephanie. Jessica. Whatever. You should Block, really a horror movie on Hulu no, and The Chosen One on Netflix. And John Mulaney's Baby J is also out on Netflix. <laughs> We're just plugging <laughs> like, these people. Yeah. I should go into PR later on. Oh, um, absolutely. But kind of on the topic of like celebrities, the definition of celebrities has kind of changed. Before it was just like, oh, you're an actor, you're a singer. Right. But now people are just famous for being famous. Right, exactly. From, dun, 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 reality, reality TV. TV. It's crazy the kind of pipeline from being on a reality show to becoming like an influencer yes. and someone who's heavily followed. Like for just being you, like not for a specific trade. And in this mm-hmm. scenario, trade is like acting, music, whatever. So that's really fascinating. Before we get into this episode's topic, which is reality TV, if you didn't, if that we didn't make that clear. Aiden, what are your thoughts and feelings about reality TV? Because people are on like a wide spectrum of opinions on this. So where, where do you stand? I, I love reality TV, specific Mm -hmm. genres. Okay. My, one of my favorite shows is the real housewives. I'll watch almost every city. I love 
million dollar listing. I love selling sunset. Like I love uh-huh. shows focused about either actual wealthy people or people who appear to be wealthy. Right. Yeah. 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 Because it's just like that's why I got into it. I was like, I want to look at what they're wearing. I want to look at uh-huh. where they live, what cars they have, because that's what I was interested in, and yeah. that's how I kind of got into it. But I stayed for the drama, of course. What I don't love in terms of reality TV is love. <laughs> I don't like watching shows about love. I don't like The Bachelor. I don't like uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. all those Netflix love competition shows. Uh-huh. Love Island. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, just vomited mm. in my mouth. <laughs> Whoa. That's fun to learn uh, because this episode we're going to be talking about... <laughs> <laughs> the love. love the love reality TV shows. Uh, so Aiden's, Aiden's gonna love it, guys. I will um, love it. Maybe by the end of the episode I'll be I'll be switched yeah, over. I wanna get into this because I don't really watch the shows you listed. <laughs> um I had an HGTV phase growing up, if that mm. can be part of it. I have friends who are so obsessed with like the real housewives, um the enterprise be. that it is. I never mm. watched any of that. Um I didn't watch Selling Sunset, but I did watch Selling Tampa because I'm from Tampa, but not that part of Tampa. Um, I wish. It's the best part. Uh, the only good part. Uh, kidding. I love Tampa. Tampa, if you're listening, I love you. I love, love reality TV. Mm. Uh, love Island UK is one of my favorite shows. I Oh, I don't even know how to explain what it is I really like about it. It's like watching an unscripted romantic comedy. You're watching hot young singles fall in love. I'm a hopeless romantic. So when I heard about Love Island, I was like, this is me. It's literally like a summer to try to find that person. It all takes place in an aspirational villa where people looking for love gather. They pair up, they may break up, new people are consistently entering and exiting the environment. What it takes to win Love Island is really to be voted America's favorite couple. As much as I know the Islanders For those of you money, who are unfamiliar, really I'll do like a little breakdown of how Love Island is set up. Because each of these shows, while ostensibly about the same thing, they're all formatted in their own unique way. So with Love Island UK, We start off with uh, five guys, five girls, and they all couple up. We have recoupling ceremonies throughout the show. Um, They're really insane challenges that I always hate watching. Uh, There's always so much drama. People get voted off the island. Sometimes they have to, like vote each other off the island and they never know like who's going to be dumped. Um, There's something called Casa Amor where like the guys go to a different house with an entirely new set of girls and then the girls go to a different house with an entirely different set of guys. And they mingle again after that? Right. And it's like, are they going to stay loyal to their couple that they're in or are they going to cheat? And then there's this whole thing of like, well, is it really cheating if we're not official? Like we've just been talking nonstop for like five days. So like, what are we actually? Um, And it's just so, so wild. And I love it. Um, Hmm. I started with Love Island UK season five. If anyone out there hasn't watched Love Island UK before, that's always my recommendation. Start out with that because it has the most drama. Okay. And I love drama. So I watched Love Island UK season five. I really had never seen an episode before, but a lot of my friends are like, oh my God, Love Island, Love Island, Love Island. I was like, oh, perfect time to like get on this train, even though I haven't really loved love shows in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it's silly. I understand the appeal to it for real. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to dig it. I'm not trying to be like, who would watch this? Like, I get why right. people are and it's entertaining. They're silly. They're funny. Uh-huh. But 
I know why people go on Real Housewives. They want to be famous. Yeah. They want to be. They want to make money. Of but, course. And but like the whole looking for love narrative. Like, are you really looking for love? If you you want to go on a TV show to find love, I, you probably just yeah. want to be famous. Yeah. I'm just like I can't I'm just like really you're looking like it's so unbelievable to me again to each their own I'm sure it would be really fun like maybe I like have a lull in my career and I'm like I want to go to an island (laughs) and I just want to take a break for a few months and like just meet people but of course I couldn't do that because there's no shows with gay people on them so yep exactly that is also a huge issue with all of these but love reality tv shows um, yeah, that's my that's my take. I, I understand no, the appeal, valid. but I think the same goes for every reality show. People go yeah. on it to be famous. And I will say I would love to be famous. Yeah. Like, I, I don't blame them for wanting to be famous, but I right. just like, I, I don't need to fall in love and be famous. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll I get just that. live my life. I like the shows that they just follow their life around. Yeah, I understand that. I, I, I think the interesting thing with Love Island specifically is a lot of the people who come on are often already like models or influencers so they're in the public arena already Mm -hmm. and then they kind of hop onto the show but i often find like the most fascinating people on the show to be like like uh this was either love island uk or australia but there was um a guy who was literally like a farmer and he was on the show and like a lot of the people on there were like kind of making fun they were making fun of him but they clearly come from the city uh, and, you know, it's interesting whenever you actually do have real people, people who come off as real on the show, because mm-hmm. then you follow it on, like, Twitter, X, uh, and you see um, people who are, like, creating a celebrity out of the person on the show mm-hmm. who comes from a background that the average viewer probably relates to more than the model who's wearing... Uh, like a Cartier bracelet every day with her bathing suit. And so, I don't know, I think it's fascinating seeing the dynamics between people. The other thing about Love Island that I didn't mention is they record 24-7. And every single day is recorded. And we see only like little bits of each day and Aiden when you were watching it you texted me you said there are 58 episodes in this season that's a crazy season um, like, yeah because crazy. we see every day that they're on the that's island like the bold and the beautiful like the days of our lives episode like, yeah it's like a soap opera it is like, and, just an episode every day and so that's the other interesting thing is how real is it sure we see every day but then it's edited to a such a specific way to create a storyline by the producers and they do a fantastic job yeah. doing it um but i mean i do i get what you mean by you know people get on these shows to be famous and how likely is it that they actually find love um there look there are people from season five who are still together they recently had a baby i've been following them on instagram so people do stay together yeah very few very few very few but it, it does it does happen uh Sometimes. One thing that I will say about those love shows is I love Island. Okay. I understand the premise. 
It's nice, hot people on an island. Yeah. But I like the ones that it's like a little bit of a twist. It's like, oh, you came here to find love, but we're not just going to plop you in a bikini and feed you margaritas on the beach. We're going to make it a little (laughs) bit more of a social experiment. Enter Love is Blind. Uh Uh-huh. Love is Blind. Never seen her before. Here, you will choose someone to marry. Hello. Nice to hear from you. Can't say see ya. Without ever seeing if you're ready to find the love of your life game time the pods are now open love is blind was one of those shows for anybody who was living under a rock in the beginning of the pandemic was really popular it was i watched it because it was march of 2020 mm-hmm. i had nothing else to do with like the tiger king era and i was like oh let me watch this everybody's talking about it love is blind is like a social experiment show um, where men and women uh, looking for love, who have trouble finding love, basically same similar premise as Love Island, except you can't see each other when you're meeting each other. So it starts out where you're in these two rooms, you can't see the girl on the other side mm-hmm. of the glass screen, and you just talk, conversation. It's falling in love with the personalities, and then at the end of that little, I don't know how long that process takes, but you get engaged to someone, and then you see yeah. them for the first time after you're engaged, And then you go and live together in an apartment that they get you. And then you kind of you meet each other's friends and family and you get back together with the other people from the show. And it's just a it's just trying to answer that age old question. Is love actually blind? Which is so interesting in this day and age when everybody's on social media and everybody's tailoring their appearance and really curating how they want to be perceived to take appearance out of it. Yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? On love is blind. I like you watched a lot of it during the pandemic. I think where it loses me mm-hmm. is the fact that they get married. <laughs> it's zero to They 60. lose me at the marriage aspect of this. Yeah. I think if we went from that to dating and not resulting in a proposal, then I might be a bit sold. Because um, I do that whole reveal in that room where they mm-hmm. oh you see the the shadow of the person the silhouette the and silhouette then the curtain gets lifted and they walk to each other sometimes yeah. hesitantly because they're kind they're of like, like whoa oh it's and, like you know how uh, when you have like when we were wearing masks everywhere a couple years ago and like people would take down their mask and their their bottom half did not look like how you picture yeah. it it's like that but their whole face but their voice now like I, now you're like mad that the voice doesn't voice. match yeah it's like oh uh, so I don't know what I would do if I was on that show but yeah I like the value premise. that it is built upon yeah um not judging a book by its cover etc I do think that in the age of social media and online dating that's what you're doing Mm. online dating is the opposite of love is blind for real the direct opposite so for our daily lives to be the opposite of the show it is very fascinating to see how this experiment works out i think it's good to have a show out there to show us what it's like uh doing the opposite of that Uh, taking us back to the olden days one might say they should write each other letters Uh, Mm. but then you would maybe judge someone based on their penmanship (laughs) what type of paper they use oh my god did you see the type of paper that rodney sent me in the mail yesterday he has such an old quill i can tell from the point stamp wasn't the right color for me he didn't have his family crest the right crest i was going to talk about crests (laughs) that was huge See how we did that? No, um, they don't do that in Love is Blind. Uh, And that's why I hate it. And, you know, maybe this is why they have the statistic that 50% of marriages end in divorce. Because people get married on reality TV shows now. That's so true. 
There's a housewife's rumor that every time that a housewife does their vow renewals on the show, they always get divorced. It's happened like five times. Really? Shannon, don't get a Uh, vow renewal on the show. That's a recipe for disaster. But I digress about that. So Too Hot to Handle is another classic of uh, this era of pandemic. The pandemic really drew out some crazy, crazy shows. I think because we didn't have a reality to live in. (laughs) We were living in reality TV. Exactly. So we lived in reality TV, which I which I get. This retreat is full of the sexiest people in the world. I would rate myself a 10 out of 10. Bring that here, reel it in. This is literally so too hot to handle. I feel um, is it? Oh God! The premise of this honestly kind of makes me mad. It's a group of again insanely attractive hot people who don't really have success in their love lives, whatever, and they're deeply sex positive. Um, mm-hmm. Euphemism for horny. And they get onto the show thinking that they're going on a Love Island type show. Yeah. They get there and then they find out by a little Lana. Um, by Lana, a fake Alexa. Yeah, yeah, it's Lana. I'm Lana. Plot twist. No Go team. There are conditions uh, to your stay Lana here. Tells them, hey, so no if you don't have sex, sex for eight weeks, I want to say something like that, you can win a hundred thousand dollars. And that's a problem for people. They're like, oh no, how am I gonna how am I gonna get through all this time? Yeah. You have a pile of money in front of you. How is this any type of a conflict in your mind? I I I don't know. I, I it could never be me, but every time that they do get intimate, like they kiss, they hug, cha-ching, cha-ching goes down. Right. Which I was talking to a friend about this, and she wasn't happy with that people are being basically shamed and punished for wanting to be intimate or physical which i think is yeah. such a natural thing like i don't think there's anything wrong with thing. being a horny or like sexually active person to each their own it's just it was an interesting premise but that show did make a lot of celebrities i will say harry what's his name harry jousey he's yeah. like on dancing with francesca. the stars now francesca dated bella Thro- thorn yeah which is again i think it's very fascinating how these shows kind of lend to the creation of celebrity yeah I do understand the point that they're trying to make of like, okay, it's not all sex in a relationship. We should value other things. Mm-hmm. Can this message be be kind of spread to, to these people who don't seem to rely on emotional intimacy? Um, my take from watching the show is maybe not, but that's also okay. Like we don't have to yeah. force people to, like if that's how they want to live their lives, who are we to tell them, oh, you should value this yeah. instead of that. Which I think is what the show is kind of doing. It's definitely a lot to unpack. I feel like it it tells a lot about our society and what we value. I was talking with the same friends that I was talking to um, earlier about this because it's fun to... You know, we were studying for this for this class together uh-huh. and they were saying that it really gives you a an inside look into just like human nature. Like, oh, yeah, we're not on the show. Yeah, we're not doing all this stuff, but you can identify with what they're doing. Like, oh, that person got jealous of that person. Oh, that got overprotective of that person, uh-huh. Like, even though it's a very simplified version of it. You're still like, oh, like, yeah, I would do that. Like, don't talk to my man. Don't talk to my girl. Like, don't do that. And it's also like, it's interesting to see that when you're 
In the real world, modern dating and relationships, there's so much more that goes on when you're on those shows. The whole entire context of everything and the environment is all taken away. Like, it's all a controlled variable. Right. Like, if you go on a date with someone, yeah, you go to a restaurant, you might notice how they interact with the waiter or how they, what they order. At, like, it's like there's so yeah. many different things that go into dating when you're in the real world and not on a beach that just aren't like yeah. that. It's a very, like simple way of looking at it but still but still real i feel like there's still natural emotions yeah i completely agree with you out of all of these shows again i feel like love island is naturally the most real for me because we get to see their very everyday reactions to things um i like that the decision is kind of more in their hands of who to talk to for me sure at times did it feel staged yeah whatever but i felt like the love between them and the anger and the fights and the passion like it was something it felt real mm. uh watching it on the screen and it was something that i enjoyed it's interesting how people kind of present themselves on on these shows on these shows yeah, yeah. everyone wants to be the best version of themselves i had to watch this show called an american family in a class two years ago, back when I was in college. And <laughs> we watched this show, and they, people call it the first reality TV show. It was in the 70s. It was started out as like an ethnographic takeover where this guy was just following this random family in the 70s in California mm -hmm. with cameras, sort of like the Kardashians, but nobody knew that this was going to be a show. Like, as Barry said, you know, I guess I want to be a superstar, but I really can't work for it. I really, you know, I have all these clothes, and, but I don't have the ideas to, behind them. Um, one boy is uh, the greatest con artist you ever saw. And it was so controversial because the couple, the couple ended up getting divorced, which wasn't shown on TV back then. There, one of their kids came out as gay and moved to New York, and they showed like drag queens on this show, and they called it the first reality show. And the family didn't realize that they were going to be famous. Like they did it because they thought it was a study, but then they got projected wow. into the fame. And but nowadays the people who do it they're like oh that's what they I do it I, for the for fame. the fame like yeah and again nothing wrong with wanting to be famous no. to each their own not trying to dig people who are on reality shows because right. you offer a lot of entertainment and pleasure for me oh absolutely but at the end of the day you just want to be a little famous yeah which is totally okay the reality the reality part of reality, the reality show of reality. might be yeah exactly. One last thing that I do always think about when it comes to these shows is like the representation and kind of lack thereof. With Love Island UK and with all of these shows, I rarely see like an Indian person mm. on it or barely see any people of color. Or if, they, um, if you do, then they're always paired together. Yeah, which again, I just find... Or voted off first. Or voted off first. And that typically happens. And I just, I don't know how that hasn't changed um, because mm -hmm. each season I see the same patterns happening. I, the first episode of Love is Blind, a guy's interviewing, well, talking to this girl and he can't see her and he's like, are you black? You sound like you're black. Right. You're black. I remember like, that. Like, what? And she was like, this is the whole point of the exactly. experiment. Like, we can't That's like, what we're be, trying to avoid. Literally. But I don't know if there's are also like we mentioned this earlier, but are, they're very straight shows. But are there they're any shows? Have they shows. come out with any that are like? Well, I'm glad you mentioned this because there's um, a show called Are You the One? Change, come on. Yo, while the daters are gone, we have a little queer party going on right now. I yeah, it's Justina and Brenda. 
No, I think we can't do Brando. I don't want Brando. And that's, that's, a, a, that's a love reality TV show that I, I also love. And I, I'm 98% sure that that's the show. Uh, but they have one season where it's all queer people. And Ooh. so, like, it's it was very fantastic to watch. Um, that's, that's one that I recommend. But again, that is the only one that I can think of. Out of all of these shows, there's so many. There's there are so, so many. many dating reality TV shows. And there's only one season of one show. Like, it's not even the point of the show. They're like, yeah. oh, here's a different way of doing it. Which is good that we have one, but... It tells something about our society as a whole that we just like seeing conventionally attractive white people I know. on our... Which, hey, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like you have a completely different philosophy from these shows? Are you afraid of dating, knowing that this is kind of what's happening? I mean, I don't think I have anything other than the usual just self-consciousness right. that goes into that and putting yourself out there like that. But it definitely teaches me what I don't want in a relationship. Yes. Um, and sometimes what that. I do, um, like it's like, oh, like now I know not to do that, even though that might have been scripted, that might have been staged, but I still don't like it. Yeah. Going back to something I said earlier, I love watching these shows because it is kind of a lends into a reality that I don't relate to. Um, I don't relate to a hot person. <laughs> I should end my sentence there. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't relate to a hot person on an island, like meeting a bunch of people and then getting into all this conflict. I, it's not something that I feel is reflected in my own life. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that like exactly what you said, I will see all these guys um and i am a straight woman so i think that's maybe also why i feel like i can watch these shows i can kind of feel represented in that way in a way that others might not be able to so i watch these shows and then i see these relationships play out sometimes the things that happen like things that the guys say i'm like oh this is something that sounds familiar to me mm -hmm. um or there's a relationship dynamic uh the girl is maybe calling the guy out a lot and the guy doesn't really like it. And then I'll watch it and I'll be like, huh, interesting. I, I've seen I've seen this movie before uh, in my own I life. Think it's like I've seen yeah. this film before. And I didn't like the end though. <laughs> um I'm twenty-two. Um I hey, yeah. People our age are married. It's okay to <laughs> it's think about true. marriage. Oh my gosh. So that's the other thing is people on these shows are often our age. That 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 shook me to my core when I was yeah. watching Love and I was like, you are 30, man. And then it's like, I'm 20 years old and I own a sandwich shop. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. How is that happening? You look like, I feel uh, like I would look like a child if I went on I know. Shows. Like these people actually, like they look great. They do look older than 21. But they like there are 21 year olds on the show. And I'm like, I am older than you. Also, how do your parents feel about this? How do, I wonder that. Like, how do the family members think about their family right. members going on reality TV? I know that it's been a topic on Housewives. Some families are not like, oh, like, why are you airing our dirty laundry? Or like, oh, I would be, it would be interesting if my child took home a person like, oh, mom, dad, this is my fiance. We just met a week <laughs> ago and I just saw her for the first time yesterday. I know. Be like, oh. The generations these days are crazy. Ugh. Back in my day, we just, you know, swiped on the old Tinder. <laughs> but Ugh, yeah, it, I can't. Yeah. It's 
an interesting it's, world that we've created. It really is. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I hope everyone out there who has watched these shows, um, maybe you relate to things that we've said. We'd love to hear what you yeah. guys think about reality TV shows. Like I said, this is, I think, a very fraught topic. Yeah. And um, maybe you hated everything we said. Or maybe you're right. like me and you just love the Housewives. Or maybe you hate the Housewives. Or maybe you love Love Island UK, but maybe you hate it. But maybe you love it. Yeah. And I want to know the answers to all Me of those too. questions. I do too. Um, well, we hope you enjoyed class. Yes. <laughs> we will send out the cinema. syllabus later this week. Yeah. Make, Make sure, sure you do. Oh, we're about to <laughs> say the same thing again. This is huge. Yeah. Make sure you do the readings for yes, next for week. Next week. We will. There might be a pop quiz. There may not. Do there they do that in college? I, did, I don't think I had a pop quiz in college. I did. Oh. I didn't like it. Well, study up. Study up, Open guys. note, though. Open note. It, it is always open, open note. Open note so now. So don't worry. Open note. Um, you got this. Yeah. Speaking of open note, that's something that we <laughs> we love open note. We're not experts no. in any of this. I we, have a degree in anthropology and journalism. I Look, I studied economics. <laughs> I can't tell you a thing about the economy. Um, and This is just our thoughts as two young yeah. people who consume a lot of media. Right. And those listening, I assume you are also... Um, a person who consumes a lot of media. And or young. Or maybe you're not young. And you're, yeah. We don't have an age restriction here. We don't have an age restriction. We love people of all ages. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Golden Batch. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Golden Bachelor was another. <laughs> I was thinking that was in the back of my mind. Like, yeah. That's a, good, that's a good one. <laughs> Banterly is an immigrantly production and will be released weekly on Wednesdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Banterly is produced by Shayu, written by us, the co-hosts Aditi Misra and Aiden Taylor. The executive producer and editorial review is done by Sadia Khan, and the Banterly theme music dun, 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 is by Simon Hutchinson. Other music is by Epidemic Sound. Our sound designer and editor for this episode is Ellery Groff. Thank you for joining us this week. See you next week. See you next time. <laughs>